Salem Witch Trials. Between 1692 and 1693 in colonial Massachusetts, a series of infamous events took place. <clears throat> During this brief time, Salem and surrounding towns remarkably dealt with a series of accusations of witchcraft leveled at over 200 people. The details around these events have provided controversy and fascination ever since. The Salem Witch Trials provide one of the most stark studies into paranoia, hysteria, and religious zeal that has ever been recorded in modern history. During this section, we will examine the background to this event, the people involved, the trials themselves, and the consequences. As always, we will finally break down the myths around this remarkable event. It is important to note that the Salem Witch Trials did not take place in a vacuum. Europe-wide, witch hunting had become commonplace, with over 100,000 people being tried. By the time of this incident, though, the craze had somewhat died down in Europe. Geographically and politically, Salem was an area in turmoil. During this period, there were two Salems in the region, Salem Town, which, had later, which later became the Salem of today, a port town, and Salem Village, of which these specific events took place. Salem Village was poorer, more rural, and under the influence of two leading families, the Putnam and the Porter families. On a geopolitical level, the after-effects of the war between France and Britain and the colonies had taken its toll, and this coupled with disease in the form of smallpox and fears of Native American attacks on the village created a village strife with suspicion, rife with suspicion, xenophobia, and a zealous strain of puritanical Christianity. Leading puritanicals very much believed in witchcraft, and through publications like Memorable Providences Relating to Witchcraft and Possessions, 1689, the identification of symptoms of possession and occult influences were circulating around communities. The witch hunts began with the sudden illness of three girls, who exhibited symptoms such as seizures, seizures, contortions, and uttering of strange sounds. The local doctor couldn't diagnose them medically, so stated that the supernatural events were taking place. The girls blamed three women of the village for this, under pressure from local officials. Those accused were Tichuba, a slave woman of Caribbean descent, Sarah Good, a beggar, and Sarah Osborne, an old poor woman. When the three women were interrogated, Tichuba admitted being in the power of a tall, white-haired man, who she referred to as the devil, who wanted her to sign a book. She signed and stated several other village women did as well. This led to accusations being circulated widely, and the list of people accused grew, as did the alleged victims, with more and more girls exhibiting similar symptoms like the original three girls. Notable people involved in this event were Samuel Paris, preacher and father of one of the original girls to display symptoms, was an Orthodox Puritan who divided the village with his practices. He was responsible for the pressuring the girls for pressuring the girls into identifying their attackers. Governor William Phipps, he convened a series of judges and overseers to conduct the trials under a special court. He was newly elected and was no doubt under pressure to resolve this issue as soon as possible. Cotton Mather, a preacher and renowned expert in witchcraft, having wrote the aforementioned book in 1689. He was a strong supporter against the trials, pressuring the governor to adhere to legal standards, using actual evidence rather than supposition or spectral evidence. Tichuba, the slave woman 
whose confessions ignited the trials and led to the arrest of several women in relation to these crimes. It's hard to know her motivations, but we can assume that being an informer was preferable to being found guilty and probably killed. The first official trial under the newly founded special court founded by the governor was in May 1692, and the first accused was a woman named Bridget Bishop, who was subsequently found guilty and executed a month later. By September, another 18 had been found guilty and executed. When the governor's own wife was accused, he dissolved the special court and founded another court with instructions to not allow spectral evidence into the proceedings. As such, the conviction rate vastly reduced. Eventually, the entire trials were deemed entirely unlawful, and a few years later, most of the victims' reputations were restored. The process for the trials took special paths. A complaint was made to the magistrate about a suspected witch who subsequently issues an arrest warrant. Once detained, the accused is questioned, and if the suspicions are upheld, then they are detained for trial. The evidence is presented to a grand jury, and statements of guilt or innocence are entered at this point. If the grand jury finds enough evidence for a guilty verdict, it is passed on to the special trial court. At the special court, the accused is judged by a jury or common, of common people, and, if found guilty, then they are sentenced by the judges, which was hanging by the local law officers. No one was burnt at the Salem Witch Trials. The witch trials serve as a reminder of the dangers of colonial life and the stresses that can take place. Much like its European counterparts, the trials were derided in the aftermath and subsequent investigations. Analysis into criminal trial conduct, evidentiary procedures were looked into, especially as some of the accused actually confessed, although motivations for this were most likely self-preservation rather than belief in committing the crime alleged. Many people died before any trial took place, questioning the conditions the accused were kept in. The first myth we will look at is the idea that only women were accused. Mostly this was true, as over 200 people were accused, mainly women, but some of them were men also. In fact, up to five men were put to death for the crime of witchcraft or associations with the accused witches. More strangely, and evidence for the growing hysteria, Two dogs were also accused and executed. The second myth we'll look at is the belief that religious zeal was the main reason for the persecutions. As we mentioned earlier, puritanical religion was predominant in Salem society, and many, and many of the people involved were connected in some way to the church or Christianity. However, it is important to remember that almost everyone would have had some religious belief connected to this strain of Christianity, and as such, we can't accept this as definitive proof. No doubt, religious zeal played a part, and in fact gave a framework to the accusations. But many prominent religious leaders at the time disagreed with the trials, and objected to the type of evidence presented, instead desiring a more neutral, systematic approach to the whole event. This was until the very end disregarded. Evidence in the form of spectral evidence was widely accepted, and this took the form of the victims describing what only they could see and feel. Demonly visions, feelings of dread, etc., uh, with no way to corroborate, corroborate this. Modern historians have argued that while religion played a part, just as likely is the stress of living in a new colony with hostile neighbors and general mistrust of strangers and anything other. Some historians 
have also suggested a biological reason, re reason for the symptoms the girls experienced, this being a form of fungus-based infection, although we have to stress this cannot be proven either way. The last myth we will look at is that Salem Village was the only place affected by the strange event and, as such, there was something unique about this particular place. The belief can be dispelled, with evidence of similar events taking place in neighboring towns and beyond. The event in Salem, while disturbing, was reminiscent of European witch trials at their height. Historians have suggested this could be a case of mass hysteria that affected whole regions, and this is the most commonly held belief for what took place there.